Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live to you from Lagos, Nigeria, my home studio. Yes, it's Premier Wednesday, and guess what? I have been waiting for this very moment. Actually, I've been counting down the days to uh, the show, and um, it's finally here. So yes, it's the Naked Talk uh, with Alex Okorji, and you know we're going to be talking about quite a number of things. Um, this is the show where you can um, feel and feel you know you can feel comfortable. It's pretty. Um, Unfiltered, it's very unscripted. Yes, it's you know so yes, um well I'm sorry about that <laughs> the in you know, you know how this thing gets anyway. But um it's still the naked talk with Alex Okurji and uh well um like I said, you know, this is the one show where you can, you know, think, you know, think everything is totally unscripted. You know, this is the kind of live show we're talking about. Everything from love life, relationships, sex, yes, I said sex <laughs> and everything else in between. You know, um I make first of all I make no apologies for being um being transparent and vulnerable and expressive because I believe that expression is a sign of strength and that's something that, you know, we all should be able to embrace. Um so, yes, you know, we're talking about, you know, let's talk about the bloody pain. I mean, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, if we, if we communicate it more and we expressed ourselves more, we let people know, you know, we let, let each other know how we're feeling, then, you know, the world could be, could, you know, could have less chaos and we could understand each other better. So um, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And guess what? I have two fantastic, awesome guests on the show. They're going to be right here on the show. One is a talented actor. He's very, you know, he's a huge celebrity in Africa. And, you know, you know, he has fans around the world as well. And, of course, you know, the other person, okay, let's keep the secret. Um, so uh, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back on the show. You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> 
you're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And uh, yes, um, like I said, you know, we're still talking, we're talking, let's talk about the bloody pain. Now, what is pain to you? You know, for some people, um, pain means different things to different people. And, you know, so the question is basically, you know, what has been the greatest source of your pain? And have you been able to deal with it and manage pain? You know, for some, you know, the greatest source of their pain could easily just be losing their virginity (laughs) for others. You know, it's uh, maybe losing a loved one you know, maybe dealing with a broken bone or having to go through separation, divorce, or, you know, just getting out of a bad relationship. For others, it might be, you know, um, losing a job or having to leave with a health condition or maybe even childbirth. So what is pain to you? You know, what has been the greatest source of your pain and have you been able to deal with it? Now, I'll use myself as an example. Uh, For me, the greatest pain that I've experienced would, you know, would top of the habit being just me having to give birth to my son you know first of all I had to go through um you know I had him through cesarean and um at first you know I thought I was just gonna have you know go through like every normal woman you know go through the normal um childbirth but hey you know it was a pretty long um process and all of that and I thought that was the most pain that I'd experienced until a few days ago when I started having toothache and I'm thinking oh my god now I understand why I hear and see grown men cry because you know toothache is absolutely painful like you know now have I been trying to deal with all of this you know so um here's what I'm thinking I remember when I was really young and um I totally hate needles like you know I just totally hate going to the hospital because I always feel you know I've always thought that my pain threshold was pretty low now um I met this doctor, I must have been like eight or something, but there was this doctor who tried to help me get through taking the needles in my bum. And, you know, he would say something like, uh, you know, just count one, two, three, four, five. And, you know, I would count one, two, three, four, five, and I wouldn't even notice when the needle came in, you know, and left. But now that's, I know, you know, I know that's, you know, that doesn't make any sense to you, you know. If I had to tell you, you know, what are the strategies you have, you've used sort of get over the kind of pain that you felt um saying to you try one two three four five will probably not make any sense i'm sure that i mean that wouldn't help you deal with a broken heart or even deal with the pain of losing someone but i think i was pretty too young i mean being eight or something i was pretty too young to understand that one two three four five was a strategy coming from a you know probably you know from a bigger picture 
And maybe he at the time didn't know or didn't even try to explain that to me. But the older that, you know, very recently I I realized that, you know, one of the biggest um, tools you can use, you know, or strategy you can use to get or to sort of help yourself deal with pain is distraction. Now, at the age of eight, counting one, two, three, four, five was, pretty much a huge distraction from, you know, figuring out that the pain was there. So um, let's, you know, it's still the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Um, you can call into the show uh, from wherever you are in the world. If you're listening right now, the number to call is plus one, two, one, five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six. Plus one, of course, if you're calling out of, you know, out of the United States, it's plus one, two, one, five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six. And, you know, we'll take, and of course, if you're just log on to Block Talk Radio right now and follow me and get in the chat room. Yes, you know, we're get in the chat room and chat with me. You can send your message, you know, send your messages and, you know, you will talk about, we'll chat live here on the show. Or you can send me a message from Twitter, just hashtag the Naked Talk. Um, tweet at Alex Okoroji, hashtag the Naked Talk. I want to know what your biggest source of pain has been and just how you've been able to manage. Let's not forget, I have two special guests on the show. And, of course, I have incredible giveaways. Yes, for my first 15 callers. Yay. So um, it's going to be an awesome ride. We're spending, you know, we have 19 minutes to hang out here. And uh, let's take a quick break, and I'll be back. Pre-ordered your own specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji. From timid girl to confident woman. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you cuss. But most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, so we're still talking about, you know, let's just start talking about the bloody pain. Yes, what is the bloody pain? You know, this is, we're keeping it pretty real. You know, uh, there's no pretending here, no sugarcoating. We tell it like it is. And we say some things that we don't mean to say or we probably will never say or would have never said to anyone. Um, but, you know, um, I try to keep it, make sure that, you know, this is, you know, this is an open forum where we can just connect with each other and interact with each other. I mean, if you just look you listening to the show uh, it's still the so what was I saying yes um, you need to get into the chat room I am trying to chat with a couple of people we're talking about the bloody pain and if you're on Twitter uh, still feel free to tweet at Alex Okorji and hashtag the naked talk and let your friends know I mean if you for any reason if you have anyone who misses the live show of course they can always um Listen to the podcast. The podcast will be available on my blog, www.alexaberti.net, or they can find it on iTunes or Stitcher. So, yes, we're still talking about the bloody pain. And um, I was talking about, you know, just having to deal uh, with, you know, with pain and what has been, you know, one of the biggest. Now, for example, we're talking about, I remember mentioning distraction. Now, for an eight-year accountant, one, two, three, four, five is a major form of distraction from having to deal with the pain in middles. Now, for someone like me who, you know, you know, getting out of, um, getting separated and divorced, getting out of a marriage that didn't work and just moving back home, um, it was pretty painful. Um, let me put it this way, you know, sometimes, you know, pain isn't just really 
um, you know, it isn't really just about your own personal suffering. Sometimes you also feel pain from just watching other people around you suffer. And for me, you know, if, no matter how, no matter who does the breaking up, no matter who does the leaving, even if you're the one leaving or somebody else is doing that, pain is usually, you know, outside. It's also pain for the person who's doing the leaving because you feel like um, you failed someone or you failed a bunch of people because of people who are somewhere in a kind of routine for you. And using myself as an example, Knowing that it wasn't working and um, just thinking of the fact that I was a mother or I am a mother, sorry, and just having to wish that I could give my son so much more, uh, I found that really painful. Um, I found that really painful. Um, I think we have, a, I think, it's, uh, uh, yeah, so um, do, so I found that, you know, like I said, I found that really painful and all, but um, I found my own strategy, my own way of dealing with the pain, you know, I found my own way of sort of managing the pain and just um, figuring a way to, to cope. And um, one of the biggest part of that really was, you know, me uh, depending or, you know, depending on my writing. Yes, you know, uh, writing for me was just my own way of having to release, express myself and release. And you realize that if you, you know, if you tell someone, if you talk about what you're feeling, um, then the tendency to, you know, get some sort of comfort or some sort of relief, you know, is inevitable. Now for others, it might just be um, distractions for you. I mean, if you just got out of a bad relationship, distractions for you might be just spending time with people who really love you and care about you. It could be someone special. Now I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really, um, recommend you know you moving from a bad relationship into another relationship instantly because that would be you having a rebound but um that'll be you having a rebound but you know at the same time you want to move seated maybe hang around with family or friends or people who really care about you and who just make things feel so much more better um or easier uh, so um like I said, you know, it's still the Naked Talk, and we're talking about the bloody pain. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back. Are you a registered member of Alex's blog community, ABC? Then what are you waiting for? Join now to receive updates and all activities on Alexander and her Naked Thoughts at www.alexokoroji.net to contribute, interact with other interesting ABC users and win special giveaways. And we're back. Yes, um, so it's still the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji, and yes, I'm still nursing a toothache, so, you know, no surprise that I'm talking about the bloody pain. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, the bloody pain could just you, you know, your biggest source of pain could be just you having lost your virginity or whatever it is. Calling, you know, pick up your phone and call. Let me know what your biggest source of pain is. Um, talk to me. I want to know, you know, this is a two-way conversation. We're hanging out, so let's do this. Let's talk. Um, pick up the phones and call. It's plus one, two, one, five, three, eight, three. 3766. Uh, 215-383-3766. And I want to know what your biggest source of pain is. Um, I think I there's a guest logged in. <laughs> I, I see somebody logged in the chat room. Like I said, get in the chat room and let's talk. Uh, so um, 
back to what I was saying, you know, um, for you, distraction might be having to hang around people who make you feel um, better, who make you feel better, or who just, you know, make you forget about the pain. Because I realize that sometimes when you feel pain, um, distraction helps you, you know, it, 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 you might, you know, I realize that when you're idle, um, the mind gets, you know, totally, um, but when you're busy, you don't even realize that you're going through, you know, you're feeling all the things that you're feeling. Uh, so let's still talk. Uh, it's still the bloody pain. And, of course, I do have a special guest in the house. Um, we're going to be talking to him very soon. Um, he's an acclaimed actor, like I said before. He's, you know, um, a great African thespian. He's an author. He's a writer. He's um a big, a big, a major, you know, he's a big star. He's a big star. And um, he's probably not, you know, he's probably um, not, um, um, he, you know, he, he probably knows about pain, you know, more than quite a lot of people. Um, he's human as well. I mean, I think that's the one thing that connects all of us human beings, pain and joy, uh, you know. So, um, yes, you know, he's going to be on the show pretty soon and uh, we'll be talking. So it's still the bloody pain. And I'm, I have like 11 tips for having to deal and cope with pain. Um, like I said, I have my 11 tips for dealing and hope, uh, coping with uh, chronic pain. And I'm going to be sharing that on the show. Um, I do have special giveaway for my first 15 amazing callers. So pick up your phone and call into the show. Don't you want my gift? Come on now. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, uh, well, this is still the Naked Talk. You're listening to Alex Agurgi. And yes, I was sharing my 11 tips for living with chronic pain. Um, first one is, uh, let's see, let's learn deep breathing or meditation to help you relax. Now, I think that, you know, it depends on what part of the fence you see, you know, you're sitting in. If you're a religious person, um, you pretty much want, you know, you probably want to cling to prayer because if you're, whatever you're going through, um, you want to cling to prayer and you're hoping that prayer, you know, you communicating with the higher power or just who you believe in or what you believe in or God, you know, um, would help you manage whatever the circumstances that are bringing pain or circumstances that is bringing pain into your life. Um, but if you're all tilted towards the spiritual end and, you know, you want to try meditating, you know, meditating could be just you having to practice um, a stool position and, you know, just, you know, it could be chatting a mantra, a word or a phrase, but just focusing on your breathing and just, you know, learning to calm down and relax. Now that helps you to deal with pain, especially if it's uh, emotional and uh, psychological. For me, for example, um, I remember, you know, when I used to exercise a lot, I used to do a lot of Pilates and a bit of iron yoga. And yoga used to help me, to be honest. You know, I, I never at first understood what it was all about, but the moment I started getting into yoga, I found out that it was pretty you know, it was pretty relaxing, and I just felt calm, you know, sometimes it's just, uh, just felt, felt calm from the position or from the exercise, um, you know, my number two tip, reduce the stress in your life, and believe me, as I'm talking to you right now, I have a crazy migraine, and half of it is coming from all the piles of bills on my table, you know, um, I have to deal with migraine, and, um, and migraine comes from a lot of stress, really, you know, you're busy, I'm a working mother, you know, trying to raise a child, having to cope with, um, you know, trying to get things done, you know, being in a creative industry that, you know, I have to create articles for my blog and, you know, film and do voiceovers and do quite a number of things. And, you know, I'm using just the same one brain and then never really get to rest somewhere in between. So I'm um, stressed, you know, just having to go back and forth, you know, so 
stress does help, you know, um, increase the pain. So, and then of course you need to find a way to deal with negative feelings like depression, anxiety, anger. Oh, anger. Now I'll talk to you about that one because I have the temper of, you know, my temper is not exactly very, it's not as cool as ice, to be honest with you. I'm hot like fire like that. But I try to, um, I try to make sure that I just sort of um, calm down and, um, but I think I might, I think we have a caller in the line, to be honest, or is this system? Okay. Um, so um, if you want to listen to the show and you're dialed in listening, if you listen to the show and you want to speak with me, um, don't forget you have to press one so that you can talk with me and uh, we can chat. Um, so what was I saying? Yes, I was talking about, you know, anger. I realized that sometimes um, I get so angry that I can, physically feel my body hurting like you can feel my, I can feel myself clutching to my heart like it's that painful and so I try to you know take extra care and I try to make extra effort to be high-spirited light very playful which is why I'm pretty playful you know these days because I realize you know anger doesn't really help the soul doesn't help anyone at all and I don't want to end up you know on a stretcher in the emergency world just because I was upset about something that someone did to me and I, you know so um if you're listening if you're tuning in to listen and you want to speak with me um please use your hand raising effects which is press the number one on your phone so that um I know that you're you know you want to talk to me and we can talk um it's still the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji in the chat room. Like I said, you can send me your message. Send me your message in the chat room. Let's talk, I, you know, and um, have your message come in the live show. And if you're on Twitter, well, you can just hashtag, you know, the Naked Talk and uh, hashtag the Naked Talk and tweet at me. And uh, we'll definitely be talk. We'll definitely communicate. Um, okay, so it's still the Naked Talk with um, Alex Okoroji. And we'll take uh, a quick Message from our sponsor. Ah, yes, you have to pay bills, you know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yes, um, it's that. And QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement. With affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Wouldn't you rather let our dynamic team treat you like the respectable clients that you are? Taking away the stress from your business.
And we're back. It's still the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Yes, it's Premier Wednesday, and I'm happy. <laughs> okay, um, well, we're talking about the bloody pain. I don't know if you're just tuning in, if you're tuning in. Um, today, we're talking about the bloody pain. And, oh, you know, it's going to be a season of so much more crazy, hilarious things to discuss. Believe me, this is the one place you want to be, and you can tell it like it is, and you can say whatever you're feeling, and we can talk about it, you know, and just have some fun. Yes, it's still the Naked Talk with, with Alex Okorji, and um, my guest is still here on the show, you know. Um, he's, um, like I said, you know, I've been talking about him all morning. He's actually a good friend of mine, um, and like I said, an excellent talent, someone that I absolutely respect in the industry, and um, totally, you know, I feel proud having worked with him, you know, in a couple of, you know, but again, you know, it's really hard, especially when you're in a public, you know, in the spotlight and people just feel that you're immune to certain things. And, you know, so it's, you know, I want to know, you know, what, um, I want to know, I, I really want to know, you know, and I'm sure that all you listeners are willing to, yeah, you know, all your listeners are, you know, pretty willing to find out, you know, you know what's happening in his life and what is, you know, what has been your biggest source of pain? I, like I said, you know, let me know your biggest source of pain. What is pain to you? Is it having lost a job? Is it having to struggle? Oh, so like I was saying, um, I'm sorry about that. You know how it goes. Uh, well, like I said, you know, what is being, what is your biggest source of pain? Is it having to deal with, you know, the loss of someone? Is it having to deal with a broken heart? Is it having to deal with a health condition or pain, you know, um, sickness? What is it? You know, I want to know because people are dealing with so many things. And pain means so many different things to many people. That's something that I realized recently. You know, the fact that uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and, you know, she said, oh, she has this. And I said, oh, look, if I tell you what's wrong with me, you'll be amazed. And she's like, please, your problem is not as big as mine. And I'm thinking, you know what? The fact that my pain is different from yours doesn't make my pain any less than yours, you know? Um, so, but, you know, this is a naked talk, and we're talking today about the bloody pain. And I'm thinking, you know, can your pain is my pain? You know, let's talk about it. You might find out that, you know, whatever it is that you're going through is, you know, way not, it's not even as, um, as um you know you you you're having it better than someone else and you might just feel grateful for what it is you're going and if there's anything i know that you know pain kind of leads to joy at the end of the day so um i'm gonna you know like i said we've got femi branch in the house yes femi branch is in the house and i know that um you know, um, I know that Femi Ranch, you know, Femi Ranch is, like I've, I've said about, you know, he's an awesome person. He's amazing. Uh, let me not keep talking about him so that he's wife. <laughs> Femi Ranch, hello. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm awesome. And I'm even better now that I, you know, not, that you're here live on the Naked Talk with Alex. I am excited. You know, I feel right now like it's Yes, the connection is, you know, it's online radio. So, yes, I can hear you. I can hear you very well. 
you know, it's it's online okay. radio, so anything goes. <laughs> and this, you know, it's, the show is pretty on that. So, hey, we're not making any apologies. This is very unscripted, so anything can happen, right? But, um, you know, amen, I don't know if you <laughs> Okay, fine. So we're talking about the bloody chain. And um, I know, you know, I know that... Uh, I mean, you're a huge celebrity in Africa and beyond because you have fans all over diaspora and everywhere. And you're an actor, you know, and a writer, an amazing author. Meanwhile, that's, yeah, that's your book from, from Sembora is pretty amazing. I know it's an anthropology of, you know, poetry, poetry and all of that. But Thank you. Now my head is getting bigger than it is already. <laughs> Okay, now, but here's the thing, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people see you, especially from your characters, the characters you play in movies, a lot of people see you as strong, you know, you're this tough guy, very strong, you don't feel pain, nothing, you just, you know, you don't care, because they, you know, they look at the characters you play in movies, and they don't realize that you're a human being, and you have feelings and all of that, but I'm sure, like, you know, my listeners, you know, everybody, my listeners around the world, they're all wondering, okay, you know, what's up with them, Brad? you know, what has been, have you ever felt pain? You know, what has been the biggest source of your pain? And how were you able to sort of, you know, manage it? Well, um, there's hardly any human being on the face of the earth that can claim he or she has never felt pain. I'm sure even um, people like uh, Adolf Hitler and Mussolini, or who, whoever it is, you seem to be a very strong character. They all have pain, and if they, they have an opportunity to share their stories, they will definitely be able to um, shed some light on that. Uh, well, Femi Branch is, um, has had his, well, let me not say more than his fair share. He has had his fair share of um, the bloody pain. Just like getting all naked here. <laughs> uh, I think, um, well, I don't know. I've, I've had quite, quite a few, actually, but some stand out more than others. I think... Um, First of all, the, the, the most devastating for me was uh, my first marriage. Um, quite a lot of people got to know about that after some funny magazine came out with it like uh, two years back or so. Um, okay, it, it, was, it was really crazy. I, um, I wasn't really thinking of getting married then. Uh, but then my, my folks were my case. And my dad who didn't used to actually, but that kind of thing, I was not like, ah. Yeah, don't even have a girlfriend. Ah, I think you're amazing. Even though you never even seen you with a girl. And I'm like, ah. Me and my dad, we're not, we're not that close. So uh, that's the last thing you find us talking about. So I thought, wow, this one is not talking about this, and that means I need to actually think about it. So I met someone under some very funny circumstances in the church I was attending then. And the, the funny thing was that he was actually the pastor that facilitated the entire thing. It was later we found out that I did that for his own selfish reason. It's a long story. I don't try to cut it short. Yes, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> even, even thinking about it, it's like it's uh, before. I used to be. I couldn't talk about it for for years, but then later I was now angry that anytime I talk about it, I get very angry. So right now, I think it's an admixture of both. I don't know whether I'm angry or whether it's still pain. I don't even know what it is, you know. But um, it was really terrible because I, I'm I'm my father's first son, and I don't know. There's a little bit in Africa. You know, as in, you know, all, everything. I mean, my father went all the way, the whole hog, you know. There were government officials in attendance who were married by bishops and everything. Oh, wow. It was a wedding by every definition of the word. My, my dad went all out. 
So it's that kind of wedding, and it's both traditional and church, everything. We go by the Anglican church, we're joined by the Anglican bishop, you know, bishop of the Anglican Dowdy or whatever, whatever, you know. Only for my dear wife. Just because we had some disagreement, because that was the time I decided to go into full-time acting. And she said that she didn't really like that and everything. She wanted me to, like, do a white-collar job. And I'm like, look, I'm not a white-collar job person. This is what I studied. This is what I want to do and everything. And I thought we had settled that. Oh, it was a minor thing. Her mother came in then, and they made an issue with it, but I thought we had settled it. Only for me to go to location, my very first job, I went to location, I came back, and my wife was gone. And that was, like, barely a week oh, after wow. the wedding. It was, it was just after, yeah, it was just after the honeymoon. Just, yeah, just a, uh, it's a classic Hollywood. This was this is Hollywood, not Hollywood. <laughs> As in, barely seven days, she was gone, and the neighbors were like, "Ah, that she just left." You know that the same day you went out, and you went out the same day she left. She just packed some bags that, that we thought that okay, because we were traveling, that's why she was traveling and everything. And I started trying to call her, I couldn't reach her. And the funny thing was, like, we spoke like two or three days in between when I was away. And she had left all that, I didn't know. So at the end of the day, she left me. Barely seven days after such an elaborate wedding, I tried everything possible to reconcile. And the other day, she was accusing my dad. I was my dad that made her leave because he heard that somebody said, my dad said, I shouldn't have married somebody like her, that I was better than off. I think stupid stuff. That also got my dad emotionally, I mean, broken. And it was such a messy thing. And I was like, look, let me just file. She, she has left. I want to make it official. I want to file for divorce. And my dad and his lawyer were like, look, they took this first step. Let them do whatever else needs to be done. Don't do anything. And just like they said, like, barely two months later, we got a notice from the court. She filed for divorce and everything. <laughs> and it was funny. She did not speak to me for years after that. I could not even reach out. I had forgotten about her. For one whole year, I hated women and anything that. I had to be with women. I hated women with a passion. For one year, I had to stay out of my house and stay with a friend of mine, Solomon McCauley, in his house of Ireland. It was him and his girlfriend then that really helped me to get through that period. I hated women. Because I was like, how could you do that? You knew you were going to like, why, why would you allow us to go through that process? Why didn't you just back out? I mean, why did you just allow that? It was really devastating for me. It was really horrible. But I thank God. In fact, for that one year, I could not work. I was more or less a vegetable. You know, um, if not for those friends of mine, I don't know what would have happened to me today. I would have probably been walking on the street, I would have just grabbed some woman by the throat and just beaten out to a fork or something because I, I just hated women. You know, but I thank God I got over it. Uh, well, let's say like almost two years later, I was able to get over it somewhat and started dating again and everything. And um, she would now call me back years later. I'm talking years later when I did my first major um, TV commercial, which was an MTN commercial, it was on CNN, it was on SAB, South Africa, it was all over. And I just got a call from this guy, and I, I didn't know who he was, I just put the well over this. And she's like, oh, it's so and so. I'm like, huh, who? And she's like, ah, it's sad, don't I remember her, and everything, ah, have I forgotten her, just like that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, do you have a wrong number or something? And she's like, no, that, that she saw my ad that on CNN, and she just wanted to congratulate me, that, oh, so I, this acting thing actually paid, or oh, for me afterwards, he's happy for me. He's happy I didn't get discouraged and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, thank you. It took everything within me to be civil. I, mean, I felt like it, I, at that point, I wish I was a cartoon character. And I just took my hand through the phone and all that. I just strangled. I'm like, 
if if I had listened to you, bitch. Sorry. Guess I can say that. I wouldn't have been here. You literally wanted to kill my dreams, and now you're telling me just because we think I'm now succeeding at the same thing you didn't want me to do. You're now, you're now, you're now congratulating me. I thank God that I, I thought that was the end of it. Until I think a year later, they come up with this story in the coming on some magazine that I was polygamous. That I had some wife I had married before, and I, I abandoned her with, with my children. I now came and I married another woman without telling her I was married before. Also, and at the end of the day, we were able to trace the story back to her sister, one of her sisters. You know, so you know that kind of thing. It's like, okay, this is your dude that really wanted to destroy your life. Somehow you were able to survive. And you not only survived, but yeah. you were able to make a success of yourself. And they yeah. felt, oh, okay, since they couldn't be a part of that, the best thing is for them to like destroy it. And it came up, and I was so pissed. And I got my lawyers and everything. And I was like, look, this time around, you know, it's enough. I'm more like, we didn't mess these people up, you know. But then again, the magazine came up, we apologized, blah, 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 blah. My phone came up, and like, oh, just leave, leave them be. They're just like, you know. you know. So that for me was was major. It was major. But I thank God I was able to get over that. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to cite a second instance. Oh yes, you have. Right. You know, I, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm pretty. You know, trying to follow this because let's be honest. You know, we're in the industry. We read the papers. We hear stuff, even about our own colleagues. You understand, and you don't really know the story. And it's very easy for you to be on the outside judging people, not realizing that they're dealing with their own, you know, their own baggage, so to speak. So that one is, just you know, that having one is to listen. Major. <laughs> you know, just having to do. So that you know, just major, having to yeah. listen. Yeah, so, you know, just having to listen to this, you know, um, it's, it's making me feel like, you know, you're not the only one dealing with issues because, I, you know, I've been through, I kind of understand how you must have felt, you know, but, but, you know, most people think men don't feel pain the way we women feel pain and all of that. So I, I know there's probably more and, you know, would like to hear more of it. You know, we're still talking about the bloody pain. If you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with a good friend of mine. He's a talented actor across Africa, a great author, writer. Stage actor, music, oh, singer. I think he has singer is added to that portfolio. He's a poet. He's, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I don't know where he was when God was sharing the talent, but you know, he just took everything. Sorry, <laughs> that's more for us. Oh, come on. You know? <laughs> yeah, so we're still talking to Tennyson, and we're. We're talking about the bloody pain. So, um, yes, I'd like to hear, you know, more of this. I mean, I'm sure there are other circumstances that you felt pain, you know, maybe, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm sure we're listening. So, um, what yeah, other, what yeah, other well, basically, I don't Yeah, one, one, one area I'd um, really like to talk about, uh, which I, um, is where I know that a lot of uh, celebrities have really had it um, raw, is uh, with, the, um, with the media. That's the first. Um Alex was saying something. I mean, I mean, she can, she can. I mean, you can, you can talk about this because you have had more than your fair share of of from judgmental um, um, media attention and all of that. I mean, negative press. You know, as in people just judging you, not really understanding the details, not not even being interested in details, but rather just wanting to just tell people, just tell them. I don't really care. About you, they don't care about facts, and um, so so you know what I'm, what I'm saying. This, and I'm sure quite a lot of the audience also understand. But one of the most um, one of the most um, uh, uh, um, well, I have to use the word memorable. You know, the lack of a better word right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> it's, 
experiences I've had with the well, it's been quite a few actually. Um, but then there was one that um, I had because there's, there's a movie I was uh, supposed to uh, produce in 2000, and um, then we had a problem with the budget and everything. And at the end of the day, I couldn't produce that film. Because I, I, I especially have to talk about this because right now, if you Google Femi Brandt, this is the first thing that's going to come up. Femi Brandt involved in Four Million Naira Death Standard. That's the first thing that's going to come up. So it'd be very funny if I, if I do this program and I don't talk about that. Because, I mean, that yeah. for me right now, that is really major. Because um, people don't, in, in, in the first place, people, people look at you as a celebrity or an actor and think that you are not entitled. You do not have a right to have problems. You do not have a right to bad judgment. You do not have a right to make mistakes. You must be perfect. You must be right, not because they like you, but because they feel that that is the price you must pay for being popular. That is the price you must pay for two of us standing uh, by, the, by, the, by the road and you being the one that is recognized on me. That is the price you have to pay. It can't be free. Do you understand? And it's really crazy yeah. having to deal with that because at the end of the day, you are just, you are just another professional who just happens to be good at what he does. The only difference sure. is that you, you work with the media. Your, your, your job puts you I mean, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, you get attention. People get to see what you do. So it's not different from being, being, being like, like I was saying sometimes that look, celebrities are not just entertainers who are good at who are the top of their game. It's anybody who has excelled in whatever field, whatever application they have chosen. Well, the word celebrity means something that is celebrated. What it does. So you can be a doctor and be a celebrity. You should be can be a celebrity amongst your peers, amongst the people, with your customers, or whatever people who patronize you, people who know of what you do and know that you're good at it. So, but because we are in the media, we are in the limelight, we are seen. So our our, our mistakes are magnified a hundred times above the average person. So it's really hard. And and uh, I don't know, but I don't I do not think that our our human ability to be able to handle disappointment, judgment, pain, and all of that, I don't think it is, it is as magnified as our, our um, section is. But I, don't know, I don't know if I'm making sense right now. But the thing is, we're still human beings. We're still going through problems. We're just like a better person. Now, good thing happened. We, we, we had a falling out because it was a bad business decision, actually, that happened then, that at the end of the day, we couldn't choose that movie then. We couldn't do the project. So because I had to now start looking for extra funds to do it, which uh, we had a promise from some quarters that they were going to do that. But unfortunately, the long and short is the project couldn't be done. And the person, one of the people who funded felt agreed and felt that okay, he had to just make a scandal and go to court or do whatever. And which is no big deal, it happens. It's it, it, it business function. Yeah. I mean, which
wake up one morning and think, okay, so what do I do today to catch some attention? Okay, let me pick on Femi Brands. I mean, this, has, this is just the last bit. And I had, I, I had put up, I put up a response online and everything. And at the end of the video, we were like, oh, you want to pay attention, and I hear you, you don't pay attention, blah, 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 blah. That is part of the pain. Because you can't breathe, and you can't do anything. It's part of the pain. So people, people just believe that because you're public, you are easy, you are easy prey. I mean, they can just, they can just take a gap at you and get away with it. They are not expected to do anything because they are select. You will walk into a store. They will, you will see the price tag on the screen. They will tell you that, no, this is how much it is. <laughs> and you ask them why. They will tell you because why it's liberty. It is I, 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 I understand that, yeah. Speak. No, you should. Sure, 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 sure. Why are you not going to <laughs> I mean, because, so, yeah, I mean, yes, we're... You understand? Yes, sure. It's crazy. Walk into the street to shoot or to walk... You're not even walking. You're just walking to some place. And they're telling you that that is, that is the case to Nigeria, I think. I don't know. Whether that happens in other part of Africa or the world, you walk into some street. The person is telling you because you enter the street to put money. You go into some shop and the owner, the owner of the shop is not telling that you must give them something because and it always happens that I'm trying to other parts. It is the people there that everyone says they want to do things for you. They want to pay for for dinner. They want to take you out shopping. They want to like you know give you a treat. They want to do stuff for you. That that television that that's what television enjoy, not but here we enjoy the opposite of it. You are expected to pay because somebody bought your film and watches your film, you must pay him, you must give him something. Whenever he jumps you anywhere. So it is really crazy okay, you do not have privacy. Yeah. Um, I, I know that, yeah, you know, we still have quite a bit to talk. Hello, can you hear me? Um, tell me. Yeah, yeah, I know we still have quite a bit to talk, um, but um, I, I'm, you know, trying to read out, you know, there's quite a bit of stuff in the chat room. And, um, but we need to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. So just hold on, don't go anywhere. Uh, if you're still listening, this is All still right. the Naked Talk and we'll be back with Femi on the show. So just... QTAB event. Your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international audit management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Won't you rather let our dynamic team treat you like the respectable client that you are? Take it away, the stress from your
to The Naked Talk with Alex Okorosu. The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. If you're just tuning in, um, I'm broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria, and I've been chatting with a good friend of mine, Femi Branch. You know, he's been talking about pain, you know, the things that he's been going through as a celebrity and just, you know, stuff in his personal life. You know, he's been able to share quite a bit of stuff with us. And if you're still tuning in, like I said, you can get in the chat room, follow my show, follow my channel, and, you know, just chat with me. Let me know what you're thinking. If you, or if you have any questions or anything, you know, just put it there or call into the show. It's, like I said, it's plus one, two, one, five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six, plus two, one, five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six, and, you know, we'll talk. Um, Femi, hello, are you still there? Hello, Femi? Hello? Hello, Femi? Okay, um, hello Femi. Okay, I think we may have lost our guest. Um, but you know, it was a pretty it was a pretty good show. Um, you know, talking to Femi about all of the stuff that, you know, he's been through and just how um, you know, you know, his how brave he's been, you know, sharing some of those things. I mean, I know I remember reading one time in the papers about, you know, him just having um I think he you know, he did a stunt in the movie and had an accident and all of that. And you know, that's pain, you know. We experience different forms of pain, whether they're emotional or they're physical, or they're spiritual, or whatever, you know, whatever circumstance it is, basically. Um, it's still the Naked Talk, and yes, I was sharing with you my 11 tips of dealing with chronic pain, and I think I did one too, right? Um, so I've been talking about, you know, trying to reduce the stress in your life, you know, that sort of helps you to deal with pain. And we're also talking about, um, you know, boost, um, boosting chronic pain relief with exercise. I mean, I used to, when I was uh, an exercise freak, I pretty much was addicted to exercising. Um, I would, you know, do aerobics in the morning and um, Pilates in the evening. And it just, um, it helped me basically deal, you know, with the pain that I, you know, it helped me deal with pain because um, I'll put it this way. I was, I'm a big insomniac, you know, um, I'm a big insomniac and um, it was very difficult for me to sleep at night. Most to the time, you know, uh, I'd have to, and it's painful because I watch other people sleep, and you know, I can't find it. I find it very difficult. In fact, the people who work with me and who know me very well, they call me a vampire <laughs> because when everybody else is sleeping, that's when I'm awake, just trying to figure out how to get the sleep in, you know. And um, I, I realized that at the time, I feel like you know, sleep is luxury. Like you know, it became luxury. Oh, I think there's a color um, on the line. Uh, let me take this call quickly. Hey, hello, Alex. I'm still Double here. I'm still here, Alex. Oh, you're here. Okay. Hello. <laughs> you might have lost your... Yeah, hello, I can hear you. Can you hear I'm me? Been, I've been saying hello, 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 hello. Can you hello, hear hello, me? Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, I tried... You know, I was saying hello, I couldn't hear you. You know how the network is here. Um, But I'm glad yeah, that you're yeah. back you know, on the show and, um, you know, we still have another, you know, another guest in the show, but, you know, just before we wrap it up with you, I know that, you know, like I said, I know that, you know, I mean, we talked about a bit of the emotional pain that you have felt, but I also know that there's, you know, been mm. a physical form of pain. I remember you having done a stunt right. movie and couldn't, you know, you know, and I mean, I know that that must've been had on several levels because I mean, you didn't have, you, you couldn't work. I mean, you couldn't do anything. Right. You couldn't work for a while. And, but how did you, how did you get over that? Because, I mean, if you're going to leave, I mean, you need to leave, like, you know, some form of something to motivate people who are going to whatever they're going through right now. You know, how are you able to deal with that and get back 
and become re- relevant again in the industry, you know, just having gone through that? Well, um, well, uh, well, that that's a very good one actually, uh, because um, like like you said, it, that that was physical, and as uh, as well psychological. Um, it was emotional. It was all of that, uh, because um, the, the kind of the kind of job that we do, um, uh, there's so much competition that if for any reason you have to be away for for a certain period of time. Getting back in the flow is for most most people never do get back in the flow. So for you to get yeah. back in the flow, it's almost like you're having to start from scratch. Um, uh-huh. Yes, it was true that um, I had an accident on set uh, while I was shooting my movie in 2011 December. Um, it was actually, it was actually a movie to like actually sort out the the issues I have with the people that I said they funded the earlier one, and I had an accident on set and I broke both my legs. With my feet, I had uh, four fractures on my right feet and three on the left feet, and I could not walk for wow. one year. You know, um, they, they had to take me, carry me to the to the toilet, to the shower, to do everything. Um, it, it was really horrible because even at that time, my wife wasn't working. You know, because uh, she had just come back because she was living in the UK before, so um, it was it was really terrible. Um, it was a trying period. Because I wasn't working, I wasn't earning, and uh, you know, it's it really it was an eye opener of sorts. Because there's so many, the, the pain of for, for that one for me was on different levels. Because you know, there's a certain perception that people have of even some members of your own family. There's a certain perception they have that ah, okay, he's okay now, nah, he's a star, he has money. Even if he has problems, he has enough money to solve his own problems, that kind of thing. And even the kind of support you would expect from some people who you see to be your friends, some who you see uh-huh. to be even family, it is at that point that you realize that. It's almost like you're on your own, you know, because okay, it was like it was just, sorry? Sorry, 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 to hold you. I, but I think we have a caller on the line, and um, I just kind of need to take okay. um, this call quickly and let us know, you know, what's going on. Um, hello? Hello. 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 Okay. <laughs> hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi. Hi, Hello. Victoria. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Oh, yes. Um, Hi. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Are you on? Are you still on? Yes. Hello. I, I'm on, and I can hear you clearly from my end. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um. Um. I, I know. You know. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. I, I'm sure you've been listening to the show. You've been listening to, um. You know, Femi Branch. You know, talk and um. You've been listening to Femi Branch talk and you know we've been talking about the bloody pain. Now, I mean, I know that you're. Hello, Fe, hello, Femi Branch. Are you there? Hello, yeah, Victoria. Can you hear me? Okay, you're there. Okay, I, Victoria is also on the other line. Hello, Victoria. Can you hear me? Hi, Alex. I'm here, and okay, I can't wait to talk about this bloody pain. <laughs> okay, fine. This is really nice because I have both of you on the, you know, both of you on the line. I think, I I think I'm one, I'm one of the, I'm one of the bloody pains that Victoria is going to talk about. Barely is one of the bloody pains in my life. You can imagine. So I just called to cut him because I couldn't wait for him to run away, and then I talk about him. Oh God! Now I got you right. 
<laughs> okay, now this is amazing, guys, because you know what? Um, for those who don't know, Victoria Ong is um, she's a creative entrepreneur. Hey, how where do I want to start with this your portfolio? Um, she used to be line producer for Cora Awards. Um, she's uh, she's one of the um, partners of the Jacket and Paul Foundation. She's administrator for uh, found, you know, Light Fountain, Alphabet Home. She's the visionary of slumization. I've been opportunity to be part of, I which I think Alex, you are making me dizzy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, you know, really young, successful, and all. But I also know that you know the journey mustn't have really must haven't been uh, must not have been easy because um, for you to get to where you, are, I'm sure that you know you might have felt pain at some point in your life. And I'm, like you said, Sammy Brown is one of them I know. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, Victoria, I don't know, but I'm sure like, you know, the listeners, uh, you know, they want to know because, I mean, you're successful, you're building your brand. There's a lot happening with you and just having to, you know, you're managing some of the biggest artists, you know, on the international, in the international scene. And having to do philanthropic work and dealing, you know, also having taking care of kids, kids, you know, often, you know, sorry, often, and just having to nurture and care for them. But I know that, like I said, this story isn't just one smooth ride. You know, uh, what has been your biggest source of pain? Um, okay. Apart from um, uh, uh, Mr. Brank, <laughs> getting off smooth on the show and standing me up at the last slum invasion, um, if I start on that one now, I'll probably be throwing punches on the earth. So I don't know. For me, pain is pain is pain is constant. When they say changing, it's constant in life. I think um, pain in different ways comes with these changes. And if you have to be successful, like you said, if you have to finish the race, you have to find a way to deal with this pain. And very importantly, I say to everybody, do not bottle pain up in your system. It's very unhealthy. You know, you know, write it out. Talk about it. Talk to talk to somebody who can help. Share the pain. You know, you know, look into that person's face and say, "You have hurt me, and uh, I don't want I don't want to hurt this way." You know, the apology will help. Okay, what do you called me to be one of the guests to decide this branch on this show? You know, I already said, "Oh, I was going to let out a lot of things that had been bottled up, you know, over the years, like losing my sister to an abusive marriage at the age of 27." You know, and wow. being unable to to see her kids because she she left behind two kids. They were three months old and one year, two months old at the time she died. I virtually wow. nurtured those kids at death, and you don't want to imagine what it means for me to be the only one in my family to know that she actually died due to abuse from her husband, and then being sucked out of the life of this the lives of these kids that I I, I nurtured at death and stuff like that. I mean, that is something. I have I have held for she died in twenty ten. Um I, I, I was the one even with her in the hospital at the time of her death and I sort of blamed myself as well for her death because I felt my absence in her life at the time when she was going through this marital abuse could have I mean if I was there I thought I would have noticed I would have been able to do something. You know, you know how it goes and and then yeah. it's painful to know that I'm unable to share with any of my siblings or my parents because yeah. Uh, when she died, then I went back to her house and I checked her room and then I saw a note. She sort of knew she had gotten beyond the threshold of her own pain and she knew she was she was going to give up at some point. And so she left a note pointing directly to her husband and you know, explaining some of what she has gone through. And I quickly hid that note because at that point everyone was threatened and I didn't want to share, mm-hmm. I didn't want to increase that pain. It's painful enough to lose your daughter, uh, your sister. It's 
more painful, you know, she died um, in that painful, you know, due to such such mm-hmm. painful circumstances. So, I mean, that's one thing I, I lived with for a while. You know, it, it was it was simultaneous at the time I was producing the 2010 Kora All African Music Awards. And so even though I had like a leave period from work to go face, you know, getting my sister buried and stuff, I knew I wasn't strong enough to stand it. So I took the next flight off to Burkina Faso and I said, you know what, I'm just going to go pretend I'm the most hardworking woman in the ex office right now. Maybe it's going to help me, you know, it's going to help with this pain. And so each day I walked to like 2 a.m. I had my staff complaining because they had to be around. They didn't know I was, I was like using the, the job to cover up for the pain. And then I yeah. know whenever I get back to my hotel room, I'm punching the wall and I'm biting my teeth and I'm crying till this morning. You know, that went on for some time. And then I decided, look, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. I picked up the phone and I called her husband, my little sister's husband, and I said, I, I know everything. I, I, I know what you did. I know, uh, you know, I, I know the story. I read the messages on her phone before that and stuff like that. And I'm not willing to be silent anymore. I'm, I'm going to go to whatever level I need to, not only to make myself feel better, but to let the family know it doesn't matter anymore. This is how many years after I had this. So, anyways, I like I could go on and on with this, with this, with this. Which has been, it's been really messy, but trust me, the first step to my healing from this thing was the day I took the bold decision to pick up the phone and call this man to say, you know what, I know yeah. the story behind my sister's death. I know what happened. And I'm going to spill. I'm not going to be silent anymore. You know, I can't even believe I've been silent for the past few years. Come on. And so, and so I called my family. I called my siblings. We spoke about it. We called a meeting. Of course, the man, the man he's been running from that time on. But, you know, it feels a lot better now. I feel like I've, I've been able to let myself part of the weight. You know, we've been able to talk. We've been able to confront this man, confront my family, and say this is how it happened. She didn't die from any health condition. She died because she was brutally beaten by her husband in court and thrown down the staircase three months after delivery and, and so on. So that's like one of the things that happens in your life, and you begin to bear the responsibility, and 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 you want to kill yourself, and then you realize, oh, I mean, just, just open up. Just talk about it. Talk to some other, you know. Someone else had been going through something similar. They may have found a better way to to deal with their pain, and, and their suggestions might help. I've learned that early, and, and it's awesome to be on earth, to be reaching out to Alex and her community, her, her <laughs> fantastic community, and being able to say there's no like, you know, but to say this out right to you, to family brand, to I owe, you know, I owe some pain as well. I need to cause some pain in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask and you this, Victoria. You you know, I'm very, first of all, I think this is a privilege, first of all, for me to be listening to this and just hearing how you've gone through, you know, because I ask myself, you know, would I be able to stay with me? me? And just having to know that a woman lost her life, you know, after three months of just having a baby, me being a mother, I can internalize that. I understand how hard and painful that must be, even for those she leaves, you know, the people she leaves behind, because you feel like you could have done something to help, but you never did, and you lost your sister. But let me ask you this, you know, one of the amazing things, I did go to your orphanage, and I saw all of those beautiful babies there, all those kids, really good, you know, you've been taking care of these kids, I mean, it's almost like you're the big mom, you know, having to take care of so many children, not just in not just, you know, one of those institutions where they just drop kids and ignore them, but you give them, like, the home, you know, it's almost like a, a, away from, a home away from home. Now, let me ask you this. Did any of, you know, having to run this orphanage and have these kids, um, 
they been able to, were they part of the process of healing? Were they, be, were they able to ha- um, add any form of relief to your pain? For sure, for sure. I mean, it was one of the reasons I, I've, I always knew I had to do this. I had to do this project. The, the offense, I mean, I've always known, let me, let me put it this way, I had to take a shortcut to having kids without going through the <laughs> delivery train. It's through the natural process, okay. <laughs> But 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 losing losing my sister gave everything like a new meaning. It was this this was like part of my you know therapy therapy for me because I just I just couldn't look for kids anymore and these kids were part of me you know before her death. And then I said to myself, we said they have to be a biological kid before they are your kids. Yeah, a thousand and one other kids out there who, who need help. Who I mean, who need love? Who need a family? Who need a home? So. You might as well transfer the channel that load. And, and and it's awesome. Each time I want to sit and cry now, I have them do that. I go carry one of my babies. I change the diaper. I make the baby to stop crying. And I say to myself, you know, the same love I'm dishing out to this picture, I'm sure someone else is dishing out to my niece and nephew who are, you know, out of my reach at the moment. So, yes, the orphanage has done a fantastic job for helping me heal from this um, this pain, this 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 impressionable pain that has been a part of me for some years now. Okay, um, if you're if you're if you're still tuned in, listening, you're still listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okurji, and I've been chatting with a delectable. Victoria Kong, someone that I actually have quite a bit of admiration for. I, I, I must have talked about, I must have written about um, my my Wednesday woman crush on my blog. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you need to go to Alexandra and her naked www.alexacroji.net. Yes, that's my blog. And read about, you know, read a bit about her. You, you can find out, you know, one of the reasons why I have um, a bit of uh, an honest crush. You know, I had to put the word honest. Honest, Victoria. <laughs> just, so, just so that they don't go, they don't go for my juggler. Anyway, it's the Naked Talk, and we're pretty candid on the show. You know, it's a place that you can, you know, t- you know, express yourself. Expression is a form of strength, not weakness. So it's okay to just be who you really are, and just say what's on your mind and how you feel. Now, if you want to call, you can call into the show and contribute. Um, you can dial plus one two one five three eight three. Three seven six six. Uh, the number to call is plus one two one five three eight three three seven six six. And uh, let's chat. Or if you're on Twitter, just tweet at Alex Okoroji and hashtag the Naked Talk, and definitely you're two to get on the show. Or get into the chat room and send me a personal message, and we'll chat. So Victoria, um, just before you leave the show, you know, um, you know, is there any? Do you have like any form of, you know, positive message? Something you know for someone out there who's probably going through the same thing, whose sister might be in exact the exact same situation. Um, what can they, what, you know, something that you wish you could have done, but didn't do, but, you know, feel like you can help someone now, um, to accomplish. Is that something that, you know, you want to say to people out there? Yes. I want to say to every woman who is being abused, you know, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to sound like a feminist. Um, every woman <laughs> who is being abused, either in a marriage, in a relationship, in her office, you know, wherever it is, I'm, I'm, I want to say to all of them, hell no, you don't have to be there. You do not have to be there. Do not listen to what society says. You know, I know we're in Africa and blah, blah, blah. The woman is supposed to, you know, make compromises. The woman is supposed to. But hey, lady, now this is Victoria Ancon talking to you from experience. You do not have to be there. Uh, I'm not I'm not giving a divorce advert to women. I'm not giving an arrogant advert to women, but I'm just saying, if it's not working, if you're getting abused, don't wait for a second time. If you've been abused the first time by your boss 
when I'm saying being abused, I'm talking about sexually, I'm talking about physically, by your boss, by your husband, by your boyfriend, sweetheart, you better take a walk. You know, if, if, if it was meant to be, if he's yours, I think that walk would only be um, your own way of helping him be a better person because he's, he's going he's gonna to sit down and have a, a rethink and he's probably going to come back to you a better man. But if he doesn't come back to you a better man, it's good, good reading to that rubbish. So, yeah, I'm going to be destroyed with you because I'm going to make talk with Alex. And I know yeah. Alex is a community can find me being destroyed. You know, I mean, oh, yes, we're going to say it, 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 it however you want to. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to say it however you want to say it. I am having absolute fun on this show because it seems like um, some heavy weight is being lifted up off my shoulders. I have always wanted to reach out to the many women out there expectable to say, hey, honey, take a walk now, 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 not tomorrow. Because if you do the night over, you're going to have, you're going to think and you're going to become mushy. Take a walk right now. Get out of it and, and do where you belong, where you're cherished, where, where you're appreciated, where you're treated like the queen that you are. I mean, I had this fantastic job. Alex, Alex mentioned I used to line produce for Corral African Music Awards, and the responsibilities that came with that job title was whoa, whoa, whoa. I think that would be me and me too, at the end of the day, you know? Oh. <laughs> you know anyway, Victoria, I was so... Job. I'm sorry, I'm listening. Yeah, Alex, Hello? I'm listening. Okay, yeah, yeah I, was, I was saying... Okay, yeah, I was saying that, um, you know, we... we uh, uh we're we're really excited to have you on the show and uh you know we're 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 glad that you were able to honor our invitation. You know, you're a very busy woman. So having to get you here first of all was you know took it quite a bit of, you know. But um we you know I'm hoping that you're gonna come back to the show again when we're talking about something more fun like sex, for example. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm really okay. I am okay. <laughs> Okay, fine. So, um, you know, let's quickly take um, a commercial break and uh, we'll be back. Are you a registered member of Alex's blog community, ABC? Then what are you waiting for? Join now to receive updates and all activities on Alexander and her naked thoughts at www.alexokoruchi.net to contribute, interact with other interesting ABC users, and win special giveaways. Okay, we're back. Um, if you're still listening, this is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji, and I'm trying to run through my tips for dealing with pain and, you know, um, my tips for dealing with pain. So, um, yes, uh, it was nice talking to Victoria Hong Kong and Femi Branch on the show. They were awesome. Like, they made my job so easy, you can imagine. And I just had fun listening to, you know, just them sharing the things that they have been through. Because, you know, sometimes you sit back where you are and you think you're the only one going through so much. And you just realize, like, you know, these are amazing people. These are successful people. But they're also going through their own, you know. Um, so, uh, well, uh, let me see. I was a number four. Cut back on alcohol, which can wasn't sleep problems. Yes. I remember when I was trying to have my CS, my doctor asked me because I paid for an epidural and they gave me the spinal block. And let me tell you what, they told me I wasn't going to feel pain for, for 48 hours. That was a lie. Like I felt pain in like six hours. And the doctors had to ask me, in Pigeon, I don't know if you're African, like you did shock. 
Um, you shack pretty much is, do you drink? Do you drink alcohol? And I'm like, no, but it's, well, okay, I didn't say no, because that's kind of pretty much, I, can, I said I was, I said I was a social drinker. And, you know, that's who I am. But it's funny that um, alcohol does help, you know, worsen pain, especially if you're on some sort of, you know, pain medication, you have chronic pain, you know, drinking, reducing the level of alcohol or the amount of alcohol you take, which just improve the quality of your life. Now, join a support group. Yes, meet other people living with pain. Um, for example, ABC, yes, you can join the Alex's blog community. Um, just get on my, you know, get on my blog, Alexandra and her naked thoughts. Uh, there's um, the ABC page right there, the forum, the community, where you can talk about a number of things. You know, it's not just a place to just interact about CD fun, stupid. So it's also a place to encourage people, whether it's about taking the naked challenge or just about doing, making progress, you know, being able to share whatever you're going through, whether it's your pain, your joy, your success with people of similar, you know, helps you just feel some form of relief and makes you feel better like our guest um, Victoria had said, you know. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, like I said, you know, the numbers to call if you still want to call in the show, it's um, 215 383-3766. Please add plus one if you're outside the U.S. of A. Um, don't smoke. Um, my number six tip, don't smoke. It can worsen chronic pain. Um, now, I'm not a big fan of smoking, to be honest with you. With all of the crazy things that I have tried and attempted, experimented with, smoking is really not one of them. I mean, I tried it once. I didn't like it. Um, I, I don't know if you've noticed. I have a very tiny nose. So <laughs> having to inhale all of that smoke, um, it's not something I'm pretty, you know, it's not something I'm a fan of at all. So um, now it's funny because some people, you know, pick up a cigarette to help them, you know, get over the pain that you're feeling. They're like, okay, I'm angry. Let's pick up a cigarette and smoke. I'm feeling pain. I'm hurt. Let me pick up a cigarette. But it really, really, in the long run, what's the real, you know, what's the real um, benefit? It doesn't help because the truth is um, you don't want to be trying to get over a heartbreak to get a, your heart broken, <laughs> you know, get a heart disease or something. So reduce smoking so that you don't go get you know some sort of heart disease or cancer now seven track your pain level and activities every day um you know you need to visit your doctor for example if you've been having chronic migraines like i have you want to definitely get it checked out or if your tonsils like i had to deal with tonsillitis almost every other day um you know that's something that i need to take care of but i mean if you've been feeling that but then you'll definitely want to visit a health practitioner and just check out your pain level and find out you know physical you know, uh, medical ways basically to manage those, manage that pain. Um, there's also, you know, the biofeedback to decrease, you know, migraine intention, all of that. You know, I notice I'm a big fan of Indian movies. I'm a Bollywood fan, you know, and I have to pay so much money in subscription just to watch Asia and just to get the Asian channel. And I notice sometimes I see you in a movie, um, someone's complaining of a headache, and I, rather than see them popping pills, the Tylenols and the Paracetamols and Panadol, I see them trying to give a, you know, a head massage or something just to ease physical pain now that's for physical pain um so uh let's see um we're number nine get a massage oh okay that's a most you know that that i'm sure that's fun for a lot of people just having to get someone give you a nice rub down now that could be from your partner or from them i mean if your partner is great with your hands come on let them give you a massage every day now i know it might go somewhere else but um just you know there's you know the relief that comes from just getting you know, helping with blood, you know, blood circulation and just have, you know, happen to relieve tension. I mean, if you're getting back aches or any form of pain whatsoever, it, it also helps you for dealing with emotional pain because that takes, you know, it takes, you know, basically just takes the tension, the tension that comes, that translates from um, psychologically into your 
buddy. Of course, eat a healthy diet if you're living with chronic pain. Um, some people don't like vegetables. You know, I'm you know a big fan of. Oh, please bring me the turkey salad. Um, take your fruits, have your fruits. Make sure that you enjoy. I'm trying to run through this because I know that um, you know we still we have about 12 minutes left in the show, so I'm just trying to get right through all of. You're still listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's been an interesting, fantastic day, you know, just having to talk with people that I know that's pretty private in their lives, you know, just having them get on the show and share with all of you, you know. Um, if you're listening, you can still get on Blog Talk Radio and follow this page, follow my channel. Um, so, you know, follow my channel so you can get updates and activities in the next, you know, show. Of course, we're doing this every Wednesday, same time too, 2 p.m., um, West African time. 3 p.m. Central African Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, wherever you are, you can listen to the show. And um, we'll be talking about everything. Nothing is a nothing, nothing. Nothing can be avoided on the show. Believe me, everything is, everything is you know, level playing field here at the show. You know, so like I said, it's the show where we keep it candid. We talk about love, life, inspiration, sex, reality, and everything else in between. Now, number 11 which is what I started as Namrito, is find ways to distract yourself from pain so you enjoy life more. And I said it at the beginning of the show that, you know, for me, one of the biggest ways of me having to deal with pain is really distracting myself. Um, I have to, uh, you know, just focus on something else. Rather than focus on the pain, I channel my mind and my energy and activities into something worthwhile. So I'm busy concentrating on that and not even realizing that I'm feeling, you know, the amount of pain that I'm feeling. And one of those distractions, what started like a distraction, which is now a vision, was my writing. I mean, the most I had done with it was, you know, write a couple of screenplays for movies or, you know, content for television or even just stuff I just, you know, scribbled down on my own. But I never really thought that would be my own therapy, you know, having to deal with um, getting out of a bad relationship, you know, just getting out of a marriage that didn't work, you know, it lasted barely, you know, six months and having to be a single mother and, um, a, a working mother, you know, trying to build a career and trying to reconnect back into an industry that I kind of left for a while. So my writing was helping me to deal with the issues that I had and just be me being able to express some of the things, you know, took my mind away from the real problems itself and make me feel like I was inspiring other people and enabling other people. I no longer had to feel ashamed. Um, other things that I was going through. Um, so if you're still listening to the Naked Talk, uh, let's take a quick commercial break. And uh, yes, we will be back. Have you pre-ordered your own specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okorochi? From timid girl to confident woman. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you curse. But most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour in match. Talk with Alex Obama. 
Koji. Okay, 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 we're back. It's still the Naked Talk with Alex Koji. You've been listening. We talked today about the bloody pain, and I was excited to have you know a famous Nigerian actor, Femi Branton, of course, creative entrepreneur and uh, philanthropist, our social worker, uh, Victoria Nkong, as well on the show. You know, both of them just stripping themselves naked and sharing with us things they will not normally tell anyone. You know, but just being able to um, encourage us, you know, and just. Uh, uh, motivate us with their stories and keeping it real because the truth is, I mean, Femi said quite a number of things he probably wouldn't have addressed, but he kept it real. And that's what the Naked Talk really is about. You know, we can talk, we don't have to feel ashamed of who we are, uh, make apologies for, you know, the things that we've experienced and that that's just part of life, you know. So let's talk about it. Now, I'm very, you know, it's been an awesome premiere Wednesday. I've been looking forward to this and this is amazing. Now, if you have people you want to listen to the show, like I said, the podcast will be up on my blog. You can catch the podcast the show on www.alexokoroji.net yes that's my blog um or on stitcher and itunes you know so you can share with people and let them come you know listen back to the show and uh uh just just catch up on you know what and then you can also please get on alex uh alex's blog community abc that's you know, my community on the blog you know um we're going to be, you know, engaging in so many activities and all of that. And yes, I'm, you know, um, I'm also writing a book, um, the naked, um, it, it, it's uh, the naked experience, and I'm sharing quite a bit of stuff in it. You believe me, that's one resource you definitely want to have. Um, it's been an awesome, awesome, awesome Wednesday, and I can't wait for next week to be honest with you because we're going to be talking about sex, baby. Ah! Yes, you know that's. <laughs> I know some people that say, "Oh my God, that's Alex's favorite subject." That's not true, but you know, the fact that people just are so very hypocritical about just being straightforward and being honest about the things that they really like, that's what's motivating me to want to talk about it. Come on, you know you like sex. Let's talk about it, baby. So um, next week, Wednesday, same time. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be having more fun. And, of course, we're going to have two other special guests of the show, as always, and I'm always going to have giveaways for you. Um, don't forget to, you know, tell your friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their freaking frenemies what's wrong with you people. I don't want to have to chase you down everywhere. Get in, follow me, and get in the chat room. Okay, um, it's been an amazing time. I've had fun spending um. The last 90 minutes with you, I think, the last 90 minutes. I'd like to say thank you to to everyone who's listening to the show right now. Um, I want to say thank you to my amazing ABC family, the Alex's Blog community. They're awesome people. I want to thank my special guests, Femi Branch and Victoria Nkong. They were amazing, super amazing. I'm very grateful for sharing, you know, for them sharing all the things that they've shared. For those who got in the chat room, for those who tweeted, for those who have been sending personal messages to me on BBM and WhatsApp, um, and oh, my producer, can you imagine? My step producer is kind of signaling at me, like, me, are you not going to remind, are you not going to say anything about me? Um, I will try to. <laughs> well, I'm going to say thank you to my sister producer. He's kind of, you know, busted, you know, I don't want to say bust, bust, busted, busted, busted. You know, his um, kicked sleep 
hasn't, you know, just trying to make sure that this works out. I mean, it's pretty much like a test run, but we know the show is going to be more awesome. And we're going to be, you know, spending so much more time and engaging each other and talking about quite a number of things. Um, like I said, expression is a sign of strength, not weakness. Don't ever feel like you need to apologize for who you really are. Uh, feel free to embrace who you are. And don't forget, it's okay to be naked. Uh, so, um, as we do it, same time next week, 2 p.m. Let's keep it real. We'll be back on the show uh, same time next week. It's uh, au revoir. I, I absolutely, 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 absolutely love you for listening. Uh, talk to you. Mwah.